0: hey what's going on welcome to another episode of angular air i'm your host justin schwarzenberger and as always we've got another exciting topic to cover today um i'm really excited about this because we're talking clean code uh container presenter pattern i'm always down with uh, thinking about and learning about clean code and and trying to practice that in any type of code development i do so pretty excited to get into it let's meet our panelists and then we'll say hi to our guests and we'll get rolling. Joining us today, we have Alyssa. Alyssa, how's it going?
1: Hey, so glad to be here.
0: Glad to have you, glad to have you. Mike's with us, Mike, what's going on?
2: Uh, Not too much, happy hump day.
0: It is, we're halfway through the week. Well, I guess, is Wednesday like the halfway for everybody? I guess it depends on when you start your weekday or your week, right? Is it Sunday? I'm I'm gonna be a
2: little selfish. It's halfway through my week, so I'm good. It's halfway through. All right, all, all right. about Sounds my context. Good. Sounds good. Plus, you got the
0: Geico commercial with the camel named and Mike and everything. So, like, that's going for you too. So, I, I yeah. feel it. <laughs> cool. All right, and our guest today joining us is Kate Sky. Kate, how's it going?
3: I'm good. How are you guys? Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for joining us, and thanks for sharing your time. We're, we're super excited to have you. Um, do you want to tell our viewers a little bit about yourself?
3: Sure, I'm a a full stack developer. I do consulting full-time. I am uh, lucky to stick through my current contract um, with uh, COVID and everything. And uh, my favorite thing right now is Angular and I'm pretty experienced uh, developer in Angular and, and I have some tips for everyone today to share.
2: Before we get started, I have a new favorite thing. It's the Baby Yoda drawing behind you. That's, that's awesome.
3: You like it? I do. <laughs> that's my favorite I,
1: too. I
0: approve. Are we Did far you draw enough? That?
1: From, that's awesome.
0: Are we far enough out from Mandalorian season one to be able to like talk about it without spoilers? I think we are,
2: right? Uh, I don't, I'm not saying we talk about the show. I'm just saying I appreciate the drawing oh. and to know that there's that character in that show, I don't think is a spoiler. <laughs> Perfect. Dark in some Star Wars movies. <laughs> there you go. There you go.
3: Yeah, I think my daughter would appreciate your comment, Mike. She's really proud of that drawing.
2: It's awesome.
0: What What else do you have back there? I
3: have, uh, I have. I uh, have. I have. My kids were supposed to come and say hi. I don't know what they're waiting for. I don't know. It's one o three. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe they'll show up any minute to say hi.
0: Nice. <laughs> well, well, we will welcome them and say hi as soon as they do.
3: Yeah, if they interrupt me, that's okay. They do that all the time.
0: Nice. Nice. All right, so we're talking uh, clean code today.
3: And- yeah, we're going to talk about clean code.
0: Awesome. Shall we get into it?
3: All right, let's get started. Hopefully, we don't get interrupted too much because there's a there are a bunch of them. So there are like four of them would just kind of pile in. So I, I apologize in advance.
0: <laughs> we, we will be excited to see them. And it'll all work as part of the show. It'll be great.
3: All right, I'm going to share now. All
0: right, looks good. We see the slide.
3: Okay. So today I'm going to talk about clean code, and clean Angular components. And uh, my um, my promise here is that once you start utilizing at least some of the uh, some of the points that I'm about to show you that you'll have cleaner code, uh, you will deliver your software fast, faster, and the quality will be better. So that's kind of my um, topic today. And I'd like to uh, talk a little bit about um, why it's important to have clean code. So on any of our projects, we're asked to deliver features fast, and quality, and it has to be quality. And to do that, it's important to um, uh, it's important to write clean code and to avoid some of the anti-patterns. One of them is single responsibility violation, uh, also nested logic structures and hidden state. And in today's presentation and also in my demo, I will show how to do that with um, with um, container presenter pattern, which is one of the main pieces that I'm going to talk about today. And uh, we'll set a foundation on how to do that. So this is going to be our top topic is container presenter pattern. And uh, the reason I want to talk about this is because is um, we are uh, we have to uh, we have to, in our application, we have to do uh, some state management. But uh, before we start in, start and uh, write an application with NGRX, for example, for state management, I think it's, it's important to set up a base for uh, inner code. And when we write clean code, uh, it gives, gives us that ability to easily add um, uh, at NGRX on top of it. And uh, what we want to avoid is having mixed concern components with a lot of lines of code that are hard to maintain and also hard to test. And when you have smaller components with less code and you follow this pattern, you will have just a faster way of even finding little little bugs or maintaining your code or adding features. So that's what we're kind of going to talk about today. That's my promise. So when, uh, so this is a little picture I drew for a complexity pyramid. And uh, in, this, in this slide, um, uh, I just want to uh, kind of s- show you that uh, when, when you have a good foundation from uh, Angular I.O. and you go through the tour of heroes, uh, it's good to know um, how to use Angular. It's, it's a good start. But unfortunately, for production-ready code, uh, it's it's you're gonna have to dig di- uh, dig deeper and container presenter is is kind of like a first step towards uh, that uh, that complex added complexity to your application. So when you have, for example, um, you know a couple of features in your Angular application, uh, you're probably not ready to add NgRx, but you want to get there eventually. If you, if you know that this is gonna be, for example, enterprise application and there's gonna be you know 20 plus feature NGRX will give you that flexibility of of tracking the user experience, also c- maintaining the state of the application. But before you get there, if you build the foundation with c- writing clean code with container presenter uh, pattern as well as NGRX and service with a subject, you are almost there. Like it's going to be so easy to swap out a service with a subject with NGRX. And I will show you how to do that, and uh, that's kind of why. If I switch to my next slide, you'll see that I'm putting those three in kind of the same uh, the same section of this pyramid, and that's what I'm going to show in my demo. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot easier to just get a grasp get a grasp of how to uh, how to break our components into smaller pieces. How to send uh, data between the container and presenter containers with uh, rx.js and also using service with the subject to manage that state so you you you're going to uh, have a pretty fun demo for me on that Uh, so uh, before we get to the demo i'm going to talk a little bit about a container and uh, container is uh, so for container i just want to give a little analogy here, uh, this is basically a top-level feature. And if I take my home as an application, for example, I am going to be the top-level component or a feature as a parent, right? And um, uh, I'm pretty much, you know, in charge of all of the piece I can manage, all of the pieces within uh, the household. And my children are going to be my uh, child components or presenter components, as you know, in this analogy. And um, I'm going to be in charge of, you know, shopping or, you know, going to, going to work or, give, checking their homework. Some I'm, I'm going to be that top level component, and um, and I'm going to be so that's what in applications called smart component. Okay, so container will interact with the API service. It will have it injected in the, into the constructor. Uh, or if you are using NGRX, it will be, you know, your store will be injected in a constructor. It uh, container passes data to child components via the input parameters, input binding. And um, when we use observables, it will async pipe those, that data into the presenter components. It also receives event from the child presenter components uh, via the events. And I will show you how to do that. And it will do all the decision-making on the events and data that it uh, manipulates within that container. So um, the that's the container piece of it. Any questions? If not, I can- I'm so excited.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not, not a question, but I, I like the analogy of uh, like the parent, like an actual parent to a child uh, to delegate. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of all right, they have the container slash parent has the responsibility and hands things off to the child or uh, presenter.
3: Exactly. You got it. All right. So we'll move on to.
2: I, I have
0: one question too. Oh, for sure. You. Yeah, go
3: ahead.
0: Um, in terms of like thinking like let's say you get certain data back from the API service, right? And mm-hmm. it's structured with a lot of properties on it. But your um, child component only needs a couple of them. Would we also maybe at this point map down that data before we hand it to the input uh, so that the the child component would kind of dictate, I only need these two pieces of data?
3: Well, I think uh, containers should be responsible of getting that data, not necessarily maybe mapping it inside the container. Maybe the service will be smart enough to, already do the mapping and the container will have a handle on that data and it would get passed to the child component still via a sync pipe or input parameter. Yeah, but That's the main point. Yep.
0: Cool. Thank you.
3: Anything else? All right. I will go to the next one. Next slide. So uh, here I'm just giving a quick example of imperative uh, style of calling a service. Here I have a uh, A podcast service injected into the constructor of my app component, which in this example serves as a container component. Uh, This is where we subscribe to uh, the HTTP call and we get the data and it's console logged into our console here. And uh, in my demo, I will use the reactive example where we actually have a service, the service is still injected in the constructor. The only difference is we call a service that already executes the call to the API, and it sends us an observable, and we would subscribe it in this way via the subject with the ser- um, service with the sub- uh, behavior subject, sorry, property, and we would async pipe it onto the into inside the template. So this is the uh, that's what I will use inside my demo. All right, so that, that's about the container. That's just a little quick note. So now we're going to talk about presenter, which we kind of touched touched it already. Uh, in my parent analogy, these are my children. They know how to, for example, my children know how to uh, set the table for breakfast. They're going to know how to set it for lunch and dinner. So there, a lot of times these are going to be reusable components within an application. Uh, but they don't. They're not smart enough to go to the API. They don't know any business logic. So that's where we want to, we want to protect our, uh, this the logic structures. We want to keep it within the container, and their presenter, uh, presenter components will only be used to present the data. Make it pretty. Maybe have some um, something that's happening within the presenter component, but it's not going to call the API, or it's not gonna call this, you know, the store, it's all of the decisions are going to be made inside the container. So I don't want my children to go, you know, grocery shopping and, until I, you know, they're old enough to drive, for example, when they become that, that uh, main feature, right? So until they grow, they've grown and have a driver's license, they're still a child component, they're still can do the presenter presenting, not the actual um, feature of an application, if we go back there. So the data rec- the data is received um, via the input uh, binding from the parent or the c- the container component in this way. It displays it, makes it pretty, and uh, all of the events that happen within that component are raised and emitted via the event emitter. Uh, all of the decisions are deferred to the container component, and we. Want to strive to make those presenter components reusable. So when we have, uh, for example, uh, an enterprise um, monorepo, for example, this would probably be a good place to put them, like in the, in the UI shareable library, right? So if they can't be shared, then you know they could still be extracted into uh, smaller components. So so the unit testing of those component is going to be you know a piece of cake. There's no one, You don't have to mock any services or anything. You just set your inputs, set your outputs. It's super easy to test because there is no dependencies for for these presenter components. All right. Uh, Let's see.
2: Real quick, um, we're talking about this. um, So for the reusability and you're talking about no knowledge of stores or services. So the container would not only be responsible for passing data in, but also handling any events through the event emitters within the presenter as well, correct?
3: Correct. The presenter component will emit the event with whatever data changed and the container will process that data and do any necessary calls to the APIs or to NGRX store or whatnot.
2: Okay. And, and that what that does then is it prevent or uh, promotes the reusability of those components because all you have to worry about is Hey, shove stuff in, shove data in, and then tell me when something happens. Exactly. Cool. Yep. I dig it.
3: Okay. Awesome. All right. Let's see what's next. Oh, okay. So we're almost close to the demo. That's awesome. So, one of the things that Container Presenter uh, helps us with is clean code. It doesn't solve uh, completely, you know, s- some other uh, anti-panners that we talked about. Like, for example, um, the hidden state, right? If we don't make it right within our service, then it's, you know, you still could make some uh, some mistakes. And um, if you have some complex state management, then, you know, you kind of have to think, if, is it good investment to to invest into NGRX at this point or not? And, um, but the main point is writing clean code, not only, you know, makes it pretty, and you, you know, you like to look at somebody's nice code, it also speeds up your development in terms of, you know, adding new functionality. Your unit tests are going to be easier to write, and uh, a lot of times in uh, companies, we don't write unit tests because our solutions are just so complex. Everything is mixed in together. Uh, The... Uh, the business logic is is buried within different components and it's just impossible to write unit tests so when you decide to write unit tests if you follow this pattern you're kind of all already on your way to you know to just better application that's all that's
1: so you know. if you did have like a hodgepodge of angular going on and you were like hey we need to do the container prisoner pattern um, is it something that you can implement like as you go or is it like a rewrite like?
3: <laughs> well, here's here's how I like to do this. If I see a big component, I look at it and I go, which piece of this uh, commented code, you know, you look at the HTML, there's comments like this piece does this and you scroll, scroll, scroll. I'm going to take one of the comments, the least you know at least the the easiest piece that i think i understand a 100% and i'll pull it out into a child component and i will show you how to do that in my demo i kind of have a demo r- right around it and uh and that's and i will just go small pieces you know if i i can't break everything apart because it's tech debt right how much m- you know how much money is the product owner is going to pay for tech debt it depends on the company not everybody wants to pay that debt all the time so if I'm within my estimates, I will do a little bit out of time. So oh, I love that. I love that. I can't wait to see this demo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think this is gonna be my last slide. Let's see. Yeah, it is. Well, my my 13-year-old, she said, Mom, you have such a lame presentation. Why don't you put my picture in it? <laughs> I should have, I didn't. I don't know why. I didn't have any good pictures to put in here. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to stop sharing this, and I'm going to switch to uh, Visual Studio Code unless you have any other questions before we move on.
0: We do have a, a great question from the chat. Uh, it's about identifying how we can identify if we end up with dependency issues, but maybe we can talk about that as you go through the demo um, and kind of, kind of talk about that. Like, how do you be aware of um, potential dependency issues as you're building these
3: things out? Okay, all right, let's try that. Okay, let's see here, all right, share. Okay, it looks like, all right, can you see my VS Code purple style?
1: Oh, I love it, what is this theme? (laughs)
3: Yeah, this is Peacock.
1: Hmm. I'm like going to change mine right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) If you like the color, you gotta look at the bottom. (laughs) There's the purple. Okay, so we are going to um, just, so I have um, GitHub repo for this. It is, um, I mean, do you want me to paste it into the chat real quick? that would be awesome okay let me see real quick if i can do this without messing up too much i don't know this is the stack blitz all right here we go okay almost there all right, so we're going to create a new branch. Let me know if my keyboard is super loud.
0: I personally like hearing the clickety clacky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. a lot of our viewers might.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love it. Is it mechanical or is it just a normal keyboard? I don't know. I think it's a normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let
3: just do. It.
2: I like how you classify it as normal or abnormal.
1: it's normal to me it's a regular keyboard (laughs) well I think most people have like not mechanical mic so that's why I was just going with the average yeah
2: well maybe uh, people who use mechanical (laughs) think that's the normal
1: and you're abnormal for not using it I know what kind of keyboard is this like the basic (laughs) one you can get (laughs) Uh, Mike do you you have a mechanical do you need to confess something Mike?
2: (laughs) no I actually do not have a mechanical keyboard okay
3: Apple.
1: My
2: name is Kate, and I have a mechanical <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> I've been trying to get Mike to get on the mechanical
0: keyboard, but uh, yeah.
1: Oh, Shorty, you're in that camp. Can we Economics. see it? I want to see mechanical. it, Shorty.
0: Okay, I'm going to try and not knock everything down here as I do this. Like, I got like <laughs> cords on <laughs> cords on cords, but... Uh,
1: I'm like, can you please disassemble everything? Oh, it even glows. Shut up.
0: I know, I know. It's oh, my gaming oh. keyboard, so... Kind of. you
1: guys, wow! I'm so, super boring. Man. Mine is like not ergonomical or mechanical.
2: <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> ah. <God. laughs> You've been voted off of Nerd Island.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I probably should run this real quick before I do anything else. All right, let's see if we going g surf. What happens? Hopefully, I start something. And then I'll kind of go through the code and we'll start refactoring it, okay? I love it. Okay. I know I did an NPM install on this already. Well, I didn't compile it. That's one thing I didn't do. All right, come on. Of course, it's gonna take forever to do it now. Oh, and I'm sharing only my windows. So I need to share where it's gonna pop up.
1: Mm. Right? Like the whole desktop? Probably, yeah. Maybe like another window. So you use the terminal in VS Code A. Eh? I haven't like ever gotten comfortable with it. I always just pop open my own terminal.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah? I don't know, yeah. that's kind of the way I'm stuck with it. Mm.
1: I, I feel l- like it'd be easier if I did it, but I, I'm always like, oh, but what if it can't do all the things? It's just as powerful, right? Like, it's just the yeah. same. You know. Sometimes
3: my git commands don't work in it. Then mm-hmm. I have to switch to bash outside of it. But, I don't know.
1: Come on. Why is it taking
3: so long? No, I have it.
1: Let's see if we do steplets that I. It knows that you're alive. I know, it's just right? a thing. Like, it knows. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, I'm going to share my other thing while it's doing that. Okay. Chrome tab, Dead Blitz. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Okay. Oh, is it going? Can you see it? No, it's not sharing. Oh, there we go.
0: I had to click the button. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. It's
3: <laughs> okay. I'll just move it over here so I can see. All right. So this is a little example app. I just took the get started guide and I kind of broke it up into being a little wine shop.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm so excited.
3: Because I don't have a drinking problem. <laughs> um,
1: I was going to get
0: excited about the wine shop, but maybe I shouldn't. <laughs>
1: You can only show like a certain level of excitement for the wine shop, right? The appropriate amount of excitement.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the styling is all stolen from the get started guide. So it just has uh, some clicks to add the, the items to a little cart that I have over here. When I click on it just keeps adding it. And another piece up here is like a little cart with a number of items in my shopping cart. So, if I look, so right now I have one component. It's an app component. It has an HTML code that has everything in it. It even has hard-coded items to my wine list. So I want to break this up, and I want to show you how I kind of go through doing that. Um, my plan is to take out the toolbar into one component, take the list of wines into the list component, and, oh, I have grab the term. And in, in this little piece over here, which is, Kind of a representation of uh, cart which is up down here will be another component and i will show how our main component will communicate with all three of those components and as i promised before what i want to do is i want to start out with the service where my data is going to be fetched and then how it's going to be displayed throughout the app okay
0: sounds good kate can you uh zoom in a bit um, oh, this is Stegblitz.
3: That's why you probably can't see. It
0: might have reset or something. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, this is Stegblitz. I, the Oh, okay, cool. This is huge.
0: Perfect. Oh, it's a little I think, better. I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: there's you. about eight, 85 lines of code, all the white spaces and everything. This is a little angular Angular stuff that just comes with the, you know, with this get started app. So. Uh, so let's see how much smaller we can make it, how much cleaner we can make it by doing some refactoring. So let's see how my, oh, okay. So the compile worked. Okay. Let's see if I can, okay. I'm going to stop this one and share the, the compiled code It actually finished. All right. Oh, here we go. Can you see it? Oh, it's still floating. One second. I think we're frozen. Are we frozen or no?
0: I see your browser. It looks like the browser. Okay. With the app itself running.
3: All right, perfect. So yeah, same app that we just showed in StackBlitz. So it works. It has the little counter at the top. And if we click on the cart, just my wines disappear. <laughs> All right, it goes back to zero. So a little, um, little shopping cart experience, very simple. But my, um, my goal here is to make it a little cleaner. So that's what I'm going to show. OK? Yeah, back to here. Any questions before I move on to refactoring?
0: I am ready for the refactor okay. clean up that technical debt
3: or debt. <laughs> else. We, we're
0: giving you a carte blanche budget to do refactoring so all the time you need
3: okay let me find my ice cream where is it that's kind of how do I sorry I have so many things I need to oh there we go all right here we go all right, so I'm going to stop it, and we are going to get started. All right, my first, um, what I'm going to do first is I am going to import into my app module, uh, HTTP client module, because I I want to show you how to um, how to use a service with like a An HTTP client call. Okay, it's it's going to be mock data, but nevertheless, it's it's a little fun fun thing I want to show. Okay, doesn't want to give me any hints, so I'm going to copy over the import. All right, so this is going to import my HTTP client, so I can create my service. So I'm going to generate a service called Data Service. The great name in the services folder.
1: I and don't know what I would do without the CLI, just saying. <laughs> well, imagine
3: working on that project that doesn't use CLI. I <laughs> feel my pain. <laughs> it's uh, so, yeah, I'm loving doing this demo right now. So let's see this data. So, when we first, we're going to look at this uh, this code and let's let's look at the main components. So we know that we're going to add items to some cart list and we're also going to remove items from this list. And um, we right now we don't have a list because it's all hard coded. It's so just kind of like a cart item list right here. So we are going to first think how we can create a data service with all of the pieces that we're going to need. So first we are going to need. Uh, our data, uh, our test data is going to live inside here. We're gonna create a little folder called test data. Yeah, and we're gonna create a little file called. What are we gonna call it? We're gonna call it test data. Yes. No. What are we gonna call it? Oh, we're gonna call it wine list. That's what I wanted to call it. That's a wine list. All right. And yeah, I'm going to copy my lines here. All right. So now we have kind of our API, sort of, kind of. And uh, so we know that our data service needs to go get this data. So we need to inject our HTTP client here. So let's do that. Private HTTP client. Right. HTTP client. Okay. Thank you. All right. We're going to create a quick method that does our get data. Get data. It's going to go and fetch our data inside our wine list JSON. I'm just copying it over from my cheat sheet. All right. So, here, so what we're going to do here is where we're actually subscribing to this get so as soon as you subscribe to http get it actually goes and gets the data so we know once we subscribe we will get the data from our wine list and what we're going to do is we're going to create us a, a list that represents a list of our wines and we are going to create a, a behavior subject for that list and uh it's going to create an observable, and we can do uh, that .next on it. So whoever subscribes to getting this list of wines will get it automatically when after they call this method. Uh, another thing that we know this uh, the service should do is it should have uh, kind of um, a cart items list. And one of the recommended ways of getting uh, a list of items that should be o- that the state should be only contained within the service, is creating a private subject uh, behavior subject and then exposing an observable to that subject outside of your service. So I'm going to do that to save time, just pasting it. So basically, this is a subject that is going to update archived items and whoever subscribes to cart items will get that back to... um, to the template. We also have, let's see, we'll fix some white spaces. We also have an add to list um, requirement and remove from list. So we're going to straight away add those two methods. I'm going to fast um, forward to the magic copy paste, and I'll just explain those two methods. So add cart right here, uh, it will push this item into the internal cart item, card items property, which I don't have yet, and I will add it right now. And it will do that next on the cart item subject, and it will uh, do a little spread operator so it creates a new uh, object of this list. So if you have um, uh, an async pipe to this list, you will automatically get it. All right, so we kind of have our API ready to go. We have uh, the state of our cart items in a, you know, in the private way that can only get updated throughout the service with the add to cart or remove from cart methods. We have a list that's getting from the APIs, API API uh, get data. So now let's plug it in, and then we'll break up the uh, our components into three little pieces, as I promised. Hopefully, we're doing good on time. I don't know how how are we doing on time because I feel like I'm talking too much. Yeah, we have about
0: 20 minutes remaining, so.
3: All right, so I'm gonna do a lot of pasting just so we go fast. All right, so let's see. We are. Um, let's see here. All right, so we're gonna take this. We are going to create a construct. All right, so we are going to add our data service here. Um, so we're injecting our uh, data service into the, in, the constructor. So in this in this uh, example, our app component is going to be our container component. And uh, the little pieces that we're going to break out are going to be our presenter components. So we want to uh, get the data on, on the construction of this component. And then we are going to create um, an observable And it's a real variable that will be, uh, uh, will be getting it from the service, from the, from this observable uh, variable that we created up in our service. So if we take, I think if we take this and we do like a, a sync pipe to that, it's already going to work. But we're going to move on just to save time. So right now, let's go ahead and create our header list and cart. I'm gonna generate our header real quick. I want to generate our list. I want to go a lot faster. I think I spent a little bit too much time on the service.
0: So you've now taken the logic for loading the data and encapsulated it in a service, so that then now this component. The um, container component is not responsible for that. It's just responsible for wiring up and using that service. And then now you're going to show getting it to.
3: Yeah. So I want to uh, take like I created a header component. So I want to take uh, this markup right here from from my app component. I can go like this. I put it in my header component, and now I have uh, the presentation of my little cart in a separate component. So I just need to put a an input parameter for total inside my header component. Right. So I'm gonna do input. Total. In Oops. Okay, that worked. So now in here, instead of this big chunk of code. We're going to do.
1: Right, so, so at this point, you just saw a toolbar, and you're like, "This will make the perfect, like its own perfect little component. Let's plop it out. Like that's how you decided where to yeah. draw the line."
3: Yeah, I want to. I wanted to see which pieces kind of go can go in the you know as a separate unit. So this is going to be responsible for just the header piece. It's, it's going to display the little cart, with the little number. It could be a separate component. Could be tested separately. It Just needs a little total. Like it's not. It's very simple. It could have a single responsibility of of showing just the total for your cart items. Right now we don't have cart items. We're going to add them real quick. Cart um, items. No, we have them here. Okay, so now we have cart items up in the header. So now, uh, this is. So now we have a cart. So one other thing that we need to do is we need to uh, place all the CSS from app component into header because of the CSS encapsulation. It's going to. Um, it's not going to render nicely if we don't do that. I'm going to save time and just do that real quick. Uh, so we don't have any. Um, Events coming from the header. It just it just has this one little total. That's about it. So let's go on to the list. So our list uh, list component. Oh, another thing I wanted to say real quick in here in the header component, we can now use a change detection strategy on push because we know that um, the little total will come through input, and input will tell Angular to update the template. So this is, we're optimizing our Angular application to be more performant, right?
2: I think that's an excellent point, and I appreciate you going back and pointing that out.
3: Uh, We can actually do all throughout our new components. We're gonna use them, use this uh, change detection strategy. uh, Go ahead.
0: One thing that's pretty cool about the, as you break these things down, you just talk about the styles and bringing the styles over for that thing. That's one of the areas where you start to identify dependency issues when you built your code out, right? Because as soon as you bring that over and you see, oh well, these styles, how are they tightly coupled? Are they just for this one chunk or for the entire thing? And so as you break that out, you you identify that. But then you also, when you go to reuse that new presenter component in another place, it becomes very apparent that. Is there something missing that it needed that the parent was dictating that now you really should be within the presenter so that it could be reused other places?
3: Oh, absolutely. I think styles encapsulation is the is one of the weakest points when you don't have it enabled in your application because uh, when you when you have styles come in for the with a component, you you know you're completely independent of your container and the dependencies you know if you need that dependency it must go into like a um, your you know your style css right your uh, top level s- style this way your presenter component is going to be styled every time the same way so yeah, that's a good
0: point. The other cool thing is that with this header component, you brought it in, originally that chunk was using an object and a property off the object to display the total. And now mm-hmm. that got even simpler, right? Because all you needed mm-hmm. was an input with a single name. So you also reduce complexity by doing the refactor. Um, that's another awesome value out of it, right?
3: Yep, yep. Uh, actually, another thing, we can remove the generated um, implement here. We don't need it anymore. Okay, so what we're going to do here, we're going to, oops, okay, so for the list, we're going to add our input. So on the list, I know we we have an input, we have, uh, uh, let's see, we have an output, output is going to, for when we add an item, we're going to emit event to our parent component. So our list now just needs uh, the list that we had here in the cart. We're going to remove it here. Uh, We're going to, let's see if I can do this. All right, so we can do list. So this one is showing the list, so we can do list. I need quotes. Okay, and I think. All right, so now we just passed a a list into our list component, and now we need to um, subscribe to the event of that event. I get nice helps help here. Is it add? And, you can that. and that need to do this. Let's how it goes. Event goes with the this way, <laughs> All right, like this. So in order to get the the actual value into the method when we ev- emit add event from this list component, we need to put a dollar sign in the in front of it. Okay, so now we have the add list uh, here. Do we have stuff here? We don't. <laughs> I just deleted it. <laughs> That's okay. I have a cheat sheet here, so I'm gonna go like this. So let's go through here real quick. So we have an ng4 now to the list that get gets passed in from our parent component. We ng4 through it and we unclick would add an item. And when add item is called, we know we are going to emit an event and our parent component will catch it. So let's just clean this up real quick. We'll clean this up. So we have list and then we have one more. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll do the our beautiful. CSS here, and we have just one more for um, for this piece. Do we have time for this, or should we just do a demo now and see? Do we have time to refactor this little piece here?
2: I think so. Yeah. Think yeah. So. yeah. All right, sure. awesome.
3: All right. Okay, so we just need, we need to create one more. CART component, all right. All right, so now we have cart. Our little cart component is going to have, I think it's going to have all that in here. So we can just copy paste. So that's how I get started, right? I just copy paste it into here and I see what I need. If Angular is nice to me today, then it's going to show me all the missing (laughs) pieces. Sometimes it's not, today it is.
2: <laughs> uh, if you go back to the template real quick, sorry. Sure. So you said you see what you need to fix. So shout out to the Angular service, uh, Angular language service, uh, for n- identifying what properties are needed within the template that are not being supplied by the component.
3: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Yes, for sure. Okay. So here I have uh, an index from the list that I'm, I'm uh, passing through to my remove method. So I know which item to remove from the list and I need a remove method. I can get rid of my on a net and I can also do my little.
1: Um, on change. Yeah, change yeah. So the two things are missing is the remove and the list you said. Yes. Thank you. Right. so list
3: You know too. Yeah, it's going to know. It's going to be a list of strings.
2: I like the uh, pair, pair, pair programming we got going on right now. No,
3: right? We got to speed it up. <laughs>
2: okay. No, it's going well.
1: I love it. yeah, <laughs> Event. yeah.
2: All
3: right. perfect. Perfect. So now we just need a We need method, we need an index. Does it like the index? Okay. Now we're going to do this. Okay. Doesn't like not having white spaces. All right, I think that's all we need here. Let's check our template. Okay, this is good. Let's add our new cart. We have here a list. I'm going to need square brackets. I like to put everything in square black brackets. All right. I think this one goes for cart items. So I'm going to do this and we're going to have movement. Thank you, Angular. Remove. Yeah. Okay. Let me check it out. We got it here. All right. I know we don't have CSS for this guy, do we? Oh, this this one has it. This one has it. Does this one have it? No. Okay, let's put some CSS in here, make it pretty. All right, I know that usually I would go and see what I need to clean up here. Let's just, I'm just going to copy paste this in here. It already has most of the things cleaned up, but not everything. All right, so let's go through this. What do we got? Um, We got add event, we got remove. Oh, you know what we're missing? We're missing a call to the data service for an add and remove. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to call our data service here. Oops. Data service. Add to cart. Item. And here, I'm going to do a data service. Move from cart. We're going to give it two bucks. All right, so now all our logic is encapsulated within data service, which is getting data from the data service, sending it all the stuff that needs to be changed into it, and hopefully everything works. But let's let's check out this template right now. We started out with like 84 lines of code, right? Let's see if I clean this up, style it a little bit, clean some white spaces. Get rid of this. You don't like, I mean, we. I don't know who likes comments in their template. I think if you need to have comments, then you probably can break up something in your component to smaller pieces.
1: <laughs> I always do. But it's just because um, I'm really like ADHD. So I get distracted really easily and I get confused. I'm like, wait, what was that? So if I know it's super stupid, but I always do. Do you guys, what are, what do you guys do? Justin and Mike.
2: I tend to agree that if you have to add comments, then it's an identifier that you can potentially refactor.
3: Cool.
2: I usually try and think about
0: like the naming conventions for things, right? When I name my components and things like that, like, uh, does it, can you read it? If you read it, does it make sense of like, like here, app list, app cart? Like, that's pretty apparent of what that is. So it kind of tells me enough from reading the code of what I'm looking at. But then cases where sometimes you have some complexity in your UI where you have some conditionals or something and and it's business logic or something like that you need to kind of capture for the next person down the road, or you step away for three months and have to come back and debug that and, and understand what you're looking at. So um, different cases I'll, I'll have comments in there to help kind of jog my memory when I get back to it or other developers to help them guide them on what what's being done here.
3: Yeah, it's definitely not black and white, right? Sometimes you have to do what you have to do. All right, we we do have three extra components here, and I'm not afraid of any extra components. You know what? If I expand my components folder and I see three extra components, but it makes my overall code nice and clean, I don't mind. I'll have separate tests for these. Um, if I use some cool, uh, Third-party tools like Nx, I can do you know builds that are in the cloud, whatnot. But right now it's okay. It will run all the tests and all of my separate and all of my components separately.
2: Um, Speaking of which, we've got seven minutes till the top of the hour, so we need to update all the tests.
3: Yeah, let's do all the tests, <laughs> we'll maybe next time uh, we are going to try it and see if we broke anything. But <laughs> still works because the main, I mean, yeah, refactoring without unit tests. You're really not refactoring. You're just rewriting it. <laughs> uh, that's usually what people say about refactoring. But I call it refactoring. Let's imagine we had unit tests for a big component. OK. All uh, Let's see. I will have to stop sharing that and start sharing something else, because I don't think there is a switch. Uh, granted.
0: One of the other benefits of doing like this refactor and thinking about this pattern, the container presenter pattern, is that once you have the um, presenters, now you have a way to, you know, whether you use something like uh, components in isolation, like storybook or something like that, or even in your app, you can now work that and kind of get all that going without worrying about the data piece, because you're really just handing it the data you need. So you can stage out that data.
3: Um, Yes, it's super easy to mock data to a component that doesn't have dependencies for sure.
0: All right, and that's a so, like decoupling, right? That happens. Like if we have a monolithic component that's doing all that, then you're, you're responsible for prepping that entire component just to see the stuff in action. But now you can see all those pieces separately. It's great. Yes, yes.
3: All right. So the moment of truth. Let's see if I can get my wine in my cart. Okay, I'm getting something in my cart. My number is changing. Let's see if I can remove. I think I have too much Chianti in here. All right still working all right awesome looks like it's working I think it's a success yay (laughs) yay to me (laughs) I'm so happy I didn't break it (laughs) that's all I have guys I think this, this will be a wrap for me for my demo and I hope I convince you today to write cleaner code and uh You can use this uh, pattern for uh, your development and uh, cleaner code means faster development, better features, more money for the company and yourself because you're going to be so awesome if you do it.
0: And more (laughs) reusability.
3: Absolutely.
0: I really like to the point that everybody brought in terms of like, think about this when you build new stuff but you can also do this in a refactor, right? And you can make your way to this. So if you already have components that are very complex you can kind of do it piece off here and there and get to this kind of pattern And once you kind of understand how that thinking about this type of architecture right then you just start applying it and it's a powerful tool that's
3: right thank you guys thank you for all your help
0: awesome awesome well let's do some picks real quick if anybody has any picks, and then we'll wrap it up oh
2: i all got some picks. <laughs>
3: here are my little pics you guys are just on time so this is masha oh. hi masha. hi Okay. All right, they brought me some more pictures from my wall. Oh my! god. my mother's Day picture. Very nice. Oh. Okay, and Tihang, Tihang, come over here, say hi. Into Mike, he likes to talk into the mic. Say hi. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm
0: hi. How's it going?
3: I got, I got a little picture here too from him. My wall will never be empty again. <laughs> my older two are coming. Is Sasha and coming? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, they're two. Um... That's, in, that's in yes. All right. Thank you, guys. See you later. Best finish.
1: picks ever. Yeah. <laughs> Best that's picks
0: ever.
3: Awesome.
1: I awesome. guess that was my picks.
0: <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, Alyssa, Mike, do you have any picks
2: this week? Somebody does. All right. Mike, how about you first? I didn't want to step on uh, Alyssa's toes. No, you um, got this. I I have two, Uh, so TypeScript 3.9 was just released yesterday, so go and check that out. Uh, I haven't gone through the feature set myself, I have it up to read, Um, but yeah, go ahead and check out TypeScript 3.9. Three? Right? Yeah. All right. Yes. And my other one is yourself. Take care of yourself. What we're going through now with this whole pandemic is stressful um find an outlet find something to do to take your mind off of things whether or not that's reading a book watching a tv show a movie um going for a walk playing video games whatever it is find an outlet and get through or it.
1: taking a drive and listening to your emo music really loud that always does it for me <laughs> all right
2: big share big share okay we've got music uh pick coming up from alyssa
1: uh, I've been trying to play Stranded Deep. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's kind of like a survivalist video game. Um, it came out on Xbox, but I think it's on PC as well. But it's been it's been fun. But the only gripe I have is that it's not uh, multi person multiplayer. So I don't really like surviving alone in the wilderness. <laughs>
3: what alone is
1: my favorite show. <laughs> 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 That's my dream to go on a deserted
3: island and be on my myself. You're side like on an island. Later.
1: Kate's like, this is my jam. (laughs) (laughs) Bring 10 items with you. (laughs) uh, I also want to say thank you, Kate, for coming on. You have inspired me. And I really, you know, people were saying in the chat, they could listen to this forever. I really could. I love watching you code and I love hearing you explain things. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on today.
3: Thank you so much, Alyssa. And Mike and Justin. Awesome. (laughs) You guys are awesome.
1: Thank you. Well, Kate, do you have any picks that you want to
0: share?
3: Yeah, I was gonna say that Alone is actually one of my favorite shows and I just watched uh, uh, the last season with my kids and which I don't know, we just love it. I don't know why. It just it's just mind blowing how they, you know, kill moose and catch <laughs> fish <laughs> through the ice. I don't know. Just probably because I will never do that in my life. This is why I'm fascinated by it. <laughs> I'm always surrounded by people. <laughs>
0: All right, okay. Uh like Alyssa said, thanks so much. We, uh, we really appreciate you sharing your time and coming on the show and sharing your knowledge and helping us learn about this stuff. So thank you very, very much.
1: Is that a hand oh, raise or a wave, Mike?
0: It,
2: no, it's a hand raise. <laughs> Justin, do you have any picks there, my friend?
0: Mike, Mike, I was going to slide out with no pick. picks.
1: He's trying to be sneaky.
0: I'm trying <laughs> to I already thanked our guest. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Next time I'll have a pick. Okay, that's fine. I wanted to give you your stage, your platform, my man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But yeah, Kate, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Um, very happy to have you on and, and thanks for your time.
3: Thank you guys. Take care.
0: All right. That's a wrap. Have a good one, everyone. We'll see you next Bye. time. Later.